Hi folks, this is Film Query, the queer experience of the media you love. I'm Indy and my pronouns are they, them. And I'm Chloe and my pronouns are she, her. Our film for this week is The Half of It, which came out in 2020, and it's directed and written by Alice Wu. It's about a shy Chinese-American student who helps a boy write letters for a girl, um, like to, because he's very bad at expressing his feelings. He's terrible. And, he's next mm-hmm. level bad. And um, the girl Ellie is, you know, like she's wanting to save up for like college, um, but she's also like quite broke anyway. So she's like, yeah, yeah, I'll do it if you pay me. And he's like, okay. Um, but through the process of writing these letters for this girl, um, Aster, I think her name is, um, she ends yes. up falling for her, which is very wholesome. Um, it's based on Alice Wu's experience of a friendship breaking down, but also it's very relatable for baby gays, and there's no like weird predatory stuff like Call Me By Your Name. So this well, is hey. a genuinely very wholesome film. Um, there's no I honestly I'm gonna say it I don't think there's any like bad stereotypes in this I think no there isn't the most like accurate kind of accurate mainstream film about like queer experience definitely look don't get me wrong Love Simon is good but I think you have to remember this is about a queer person of colour written by a queer person of colour mm-hmm. so like you know how much you can't get any more accurate really like and like you said it's based on her own experience so you know it's mm-hmm. it's pretty I, it's pretty good I it was the first film we it was the first film we watched together yes I think so. I think we watched I, The Dark Crystal around about the same time, so I can't remember. I think this was first, because we watched The Dark Crystal with um, someone else, so... And, yeah. So, we watched this, yeah, this was the first thing we watched together. So, it's nice to do this and remember, look back fondly. Two years ago. <laughs> God. God, two years ago. Two years ago. Yeah, two, I, I really enjoyed it. I... I, it definitely subverts your expectations about mm-hmm. a traditional like um, formula yeah because you kind of think because it's never stated that um, Ellie um, mm-hmm. the Chinese American student it's never stated that she's not into guys I don't think is it because it's very vague with exact what you know labels and stuff so mm-hmm. and when you're that age like you're Either, you know, you don't have a label or you're going through labels like hotcakes. <laughs> this is very true. I was on the labels like hotcakes and... So was I. <laughs> I, I loved a label. If I could find the most specific label, I'd grab it and hold on to it as tight as I could. Yeah, if we ever do an episode on, like, coming out, I have a really funny story <laughs> to do with labels. Oh, we think do a coming out episode. Because That's I think I, I came out like several times with different labels to my mum, oh, oh, <laughs> and my mum was like, and my mum was like, okay, cool, you know, you don't have to put a label on everything, but like, cool. I think my favourite was I went to my mum, um, 
the boy going around spreading rumors that I'm bi. And she was like, oh, and how do you feel? And I was like, I was like, well, it's true, but he shouldn't say it. Like, it's not for <laughs> everybody else to know, is it? And she was just like, okay. She, I, then I came, I came out when I was 12 as well, but that was a bit, that was a bit less funny. Um, But yeah, she kind of knew, so she was just like, fuck, it isn't going to go away. And I was like, nope. It's like, I love women. I still love women. Yeah, same. God, women. <laughs> women. It's like that um, meme, God, women. Women. Just, imagine women. Yeah. Um, but I will say, another, so yeah, with your expectation, you think that she's going to end up falling, kind of ending up with the guy kind of thing, even though she starts off fancying the girl, just because of how these things tend to go in the traditional, mm-hmm. you know, um, formula. But I will say the guy also kind of doesn't play up like um yes yeah, so he doesn't play up to the expectation either he's he he does want to know Ellie as a person by the end of it I feel yeah and I he feel kind like of falls he falls for her while thing because he tries to kiss her um, he does, but then he have to. I always think you have to remember he doesn't know how to. Give remember they live in a tiny town, everybody's mm-hmm. straight. You have to think he thinks you can only be close with someone like they are. Like if you are close with someone like they are, you have to have feelings for them. Mm-hmm. So I don't think he actually felt anything for it other than friendship. I think he just didn't know how to process them being so close. Mhm. And also, uh, the guy, uh, I think his name's Trip. Trig, 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 like Trigonometry, played by Wolfgang Novogratz, which is a full name. <laughs> All round good guy, you know, like he's massive himbo. Massive him. He's so self centered. He honestly, like, the self centered people who are aware they're self centered, but he has no idea. And he almost has, because he's so self-centred, he almost has no effect on the plot. Like, you think he's kind of going to be an issue at the start of the film, but you realise this man, like, doesn't know his head for his ass. Like, he, yeah. he doesn't know shit. He doesn't have he a doesn't single shit, thought. And he doesn't want to know shit. He's busy looking in the mirror. Like, you know, like Gaston level. He's like Gaston. Gaston, but not an asshole. Yeah, Gaston, but not an asshole. If, Gus, if Gaston was in high school and maybe it's a therapy for a bit, kind of thing. <laughs> But yeah, I liked all. I didn't think any character was. I didn't think any character was unrealistic either. Mm-hmm. Like, um, what is his name? The boy who she writes the fucking letters for. Trig. No, no, because no, she writes them. Paul, that's his name. No, because Trig's with Aster. Mhm. But Paul fancies Aster. Yeah, so it's Paul. Um, so Paul, his first reaction to finding out Ellie is um, not straight. He is kind of like, I don't want to say disgusted, but he's he's not too keen on it. He's a bit like, because they all go to church in this town as well. Like it's a tiny mm-hmm. town with the church. He's pretty freaked out. Fre- yeah, that's right. He's pretty freaked out by it. And he does some Googling. Um and he does, um, he does actually kind of come around to it quite nicely. And that's kind of realistic. I hate mm-hmm. this thing of characters finding out people are get. Don't get me wrong, you shouldn't 
I'm not saying people then have a right to be homophobic, obviously, but um, it's more realistic for people in that small town to come round to the idea rather than being like, oh yeah, that's fine. Mm, like, do you know what I've just realised? Go on. <laughs> I got I got Trig and Paul mixed up. Yeah. And I was saying earlier, like when I was saying he's a himbo, I meant that Paul was a himbo. <laughs> Um, and Paul and Paul is played by Daniel Demir. Um, I mean, and that's who I was talking about when I was it, saying he's a him a nice himbo. Just not a thought going through that head of his. I mean, they're you can, <laughs> they're all himbos. They're all himbos. It's fine. Yeah, Honestly, it's the himbos world. We just live in it. All the stuff you said could easily apply to both guys, like. Yeah. Well, I was at about the. I was at about Trig. So all the stuff I said about Trig. You can tell we watched this two years ago. <laughs> I know. Yeah, you can definitely tell. Oh, I, mean, I didn't know his name. I forgot his name was Paul. It was just like the boy, the guy. Yeah. Like, so. I just remembered him having a stupid, like, a stupid name, and I was like, yeah, it has to be Trig. That has to be his name. But. What's wrong with Paul? No, Paul's fine. I thought, like, oh, I remember. About, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you now. I'm with you. I'm with you. I thought you were about Paul. I was like, maybe he's trying the best with his name. Yeah. Um. I would just like to establish that for listeners that I've I've done a boo boo and I've mixed them up, but that's okay. Um, speaking of Paul, um, <laughs> I liked his relationship with Ellie's dad. Played yes, by very Colin Chow. Yes. I found it very sweet and I found it nice that his his like development throughout the film didn't require him to learn English. It's like he does mm-hmm. speak English at one point, but it no one makes him. Like mm-hmm. he chooses to, where usually in films where there's a character who doesn't speak English, there's a lot of sentiment like, oh, you know, like we have to teach them how to speak English and their big breakthrough moment is going to be them like, you know, showing Seeing off this whole English. speech. Yeah, where his thing was more like, it was what he said, not the fact he said it in English. Mm-hmm. Like, if you just said it in Mandarin, it probably mm-hmm. would have been, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know enough about those two languages to know which one they spoke. Um, but yeah, I thought it was good uh, representation generally of people of colour, especially um I don't know much about Asian people of colour kind of you know, that's not my experience, but mm-hmm. like I wouldn't hes I guess the best recommendation I can give is I wouldn't hesitate to show this to my friends who are mm-hmm. Asian people of colour. Well there's other films where I'm like, yeah, no, I d I don't think you'll like this one. Mm. <laughs> I don't think this is for you. So you know, yeah. I actually got a like a little thought there, like a thought going through my little head. Um, <laughs> Go on, tell us. When you were talking about like how kind of Asian experience and stuff like mm-hmm. that, I just remembered that you know the new Disney Plus film that's just came out, Turning Red. Yes, I do. Right, so there has been criticisms about that. Um, oh really? Because apparently the Disney cut out scenes where there was supposed to be some kind of implied you know it's Disney right so it would only be implied but implied kind of 
queer stuff, like having a crush on a girl or something like that. Um, oh, yeah. Um, let's. Sh- Why? I don't know. Disney's homophobic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that that is why, but it's just like they get military point. funding, um, and that's why most of their Marvel films are propaganda for the military. But I mean, if you're watching Marvel films in twenty, if you're listening to this podcast and watching Marvel films, then we're we're at crossroads here, fellas, because like you know, you'll support queer content, yet you also support. You also cried over Tony Stark's death when he w- was a war criminal and loved being a war criminal and only stopped being a war criminal because he nearly died when being attacked by one of his own missiles. Mm. Like, ugh. valid. Yeah. I think and he, like, I, I saw Endgame. I didn't like Endgame that much. But You what? You paid uh, money to watch it? Did I? I watched Infinity War and then yeah I think I, I did I watched did it. You, I watched... you went to the cinema. Uh huh. And gave um, them money. <laughs> right, whatever. <laughs> um, Bob, I didn't I didn't cry at Tony Stark's death. Right. Oh my god. Right, hear me out. It's because I have daddy issues. Right, this is a running theme. So did um, you feel bad for the little girl or did you think Tony Stark was your dad? Which route are we going down? I felt bad for the wee girl. Okay. See where, see where, um, like, it does the thing, free screener, like, yeah, I know I'm going to die or whatever, probably. So, like, I'm leaving this message and he tells his daughter, like, oh, I love you 3000 or whatever. I was, like, getting a little bit bubbly, but that was it. I didn't actually cry. I just got bubbly. I'll let you off because that is, like, if you're sad for the little girl it's people who were sad for tony stark that i'm like yeah oh no i don't like no no i'll see robert downey jr in another movie it's fine (laughs) yeah no he's not the you guys know the actor isn't actually dying in fairness i feel bad saying my comment about if you watch marvel films because i mean if you watch marvel films and are on tumblr then i hope you rock because there's some awful takes on that website Oh yeah, Awful. I remember. Especially... Oh god. And I'm still oh. upset about what they did to Thor. I'm very, I'm very upset about what they did to Thor. But I think that'll be for if we do a Tumblr episode. <laughs> yeah, we'll do that for now. <laughs> or if we, or if we do um, a Marvel episode, because Valkyrie, played by Tessa Thompson, is supposed to be queer. Um, yes, I mean, we have so to technically discuss- we could cover it. On a film well, it's, like, it's like a um, mystique. She's in the comics. She goes around fucking everybody, regardless of gender. She's constantly switching her gender up all the time. Like, you know, yet in the comic, yet in the film, she's always pretty much transforming into just sexy women to go and seduce people or show off Jennifer bodies. The Jennifer body, Jennifer Lawrence's like body, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, no. We could yeah, I, pref- I prefer X Men to the MCU, to be honest. I love it. I love the X Men film. Have you watched the Wolverine with the silver sound where he goes to Japan and it's essentially just. Wolverine I saw that in the Japan. cinemas. I saw it in the cinema. It's really funny. <laughs> I love Wolverine in Japan and his friends that he's seeing from nuclear bomb. Mm-hmm. He's having good times. Good time. He, he's a good time guy. My sweet cheese, you know. <laughs> I think that's. I need to learn that quote. It's really funny. Um, 
But yes, back to the half. Yeah, I'm not surprised at Disney doing that. I am surprised, though, that this is actually a Netflix film. So I'm surprised at how good it is. Because mm-hmm. usually Netflix, especially gay Netflix films, if they're oh, they're I- awful. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not good. They're, they're very rare. I mean, Netflix content in general is debatable. But yeah, yeah, I really don't. Um, I definitely had this definitely surpassed my expectations and the ending the ending I, was very realistic yeah it was very realistic and I liked that it without it's not the ending but it, yeah like you said it's not the ending they'd get in the happy world but it is a happy ending and it is mm-hmm. a hopeful ending and everyone kind of gets um something like no one, I was no going to say everyone gets what they deserve, but I was like, uh, no, that sounds a bit spiteful. But everyone <laughs> gets something. Yeah, and I think it was described really well by... um, I think it was described best by the actor who plays Ellie, and her name is Le- Leia Lewis. And she described it as a self-love story where characters don't end up together, but they end up with something. And I think that is like... Mm-hmm. I think that's just really nice. And I think it's nice as well for queer people to know that if it doesn't work out it's not the end of the world yeah like the the girl you had a crush on in high school won't be your crush forever yeah she won't be your crush forever and although like and then and then for Asta I suppose you could say oh girl had a crush on you maybe it did do something let's go and find out like that's kind of the it ends on I feel Mm -hmm. and yeah, I just think it's good that we don't focus on everything. Like, every happy ending has to have a relationship. Because mm-hmm. it doesn't. Like, I think I think a lot of the characters would be unhappy if they ended up together in the long run. Like, yeah. any of them. I think it's good that they all were happy. Mm-hmm. Like, like yeah, paralleled. Like, so it's like it's like a train track. I feel like... Haha, ha, funny, because it ends with her getting on a train, but then... <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm so funny. I didn't even know. Didn't wow, know. I know. It's a hidden talent. Um, but yeah, that's what I feel. It's like. But yeah, yeah. I think I think you just gotta watch it. I think it's hard to talk about because it's a lot of the stuff in it is quite abstract. I feel. Mm. I think as someone like I had a crush on a street girl in school, and I didn't like I didn't get out to thank fuck. I think I would have just crawled into a hole and died. But that's for the school episode. Um, <laughs> um, but, yeah, it was quite good that... It's not that it was quite good that they didn't get together, but, like, kind of what you were saying, it's quite good that rather than being tied to, like, a romantic relationship, they had a chance to kind of learn and grow themselves as people before... Mm-hmm getting into any of that which I think is important because a lot of the time we're told like you know romantic relationships are everything and yes they're important but you know you're your own person first so I agree I have absolutely you're a person first and you have to like I mean don't go around putting yourself first always but in life generally it should be about what you want yeah you shouldn't do stuff just because you think that's what you should do or you think that's what someone else would want you to do because mm-hmm. then you'll just spend your whole life well, being miserable because you're not doing what you want 
yeah see as someone who often puts other people first um I disagree with your statement you should always put yourself first but not in a selfish way yeah no no, no that's what I meant yeah so I my way might sound quite selfish sorry <laughs> I yeah I, you should put yourself first but don't like be a dick about it basically yeah like you yeah. put your priorities first or if there's like yeah yeah, yeah like if yeah you put your priorities first is the best way because then if you do prioritize something more than yourself then you'll be happy because it's you get, get what I mean mm-hmm. so yeah put your priorities that's the best way to say it put your priorities first don't let yeah. anyone prioritize something else that you don't yeah can I just say though the one thing I didn't like about this movie is see the oh. scene where she gets outed um I was just it was a bit of second hand embarrassment I was just like eh Oh, but do you know what? I found I, not funny that she got outed, but I just found it really comical. It was. Because... It was a funny scene, but like I have this thing where like I get really bad second-hand embarrassment watching movies, even if it's something I've personally never experienced. I'll just be like, oh god, if that was me, I'd want to crawl into a hole and die. <laughs> I can't. Oh, <laughs> that's fair enough. I that was like my favorite scene. No, it was really funny, but I was just like, oh god, I I would not want to be any of those people. (laughs) I'm gonna make a confession that's quite out there. Yeah, I like watch cringe accounts on Instagram, and I have done for like the past, probably since the pandemic started. Actually, so by the time we watched, I was just starting it, and I'll be honest, the stuff you see in those accounts makes you immune to like cringe moments anywhere else if that makes sense yeah I agree I'm quite similar I used to watch cringe compilations <laughs> I love a good cringe compilation I won't lie you can't not you can't beat it but it's always it's always good um, yeah so yeah that was um the half of it um good film I would give that <laughs> yeah what would we give it um how many trains that... out of 10? Um, 9.5. Fuck it. I'm going to give it a 10. Yeah. I'm going to give it a it... 10 because I'd watch it again. And I can't say that about a lot of films. Yeah, I'd watch it again. I think the only reason it's a 9.5 and not a 10 is because of the second-hand embarrassment. <laughs> um, but, yeah, good film. Very good film. I think it might be is it I think it might be the first one we've done where we've not had a lot of bad stuff to say about it. Yeah, I think so. Well close. Oh yeah, we didn't have a lot about it. Yeah. Klaus is too wholesome to critique though. Yeah. Maybe if we were like like animators we could find something. But even then I don't know. But in terms of No, there isn't it's really not nope. No. Well there you go. I can't believe Klaus is the perfect film ever. I love how off topic we get. <laughs> I'd love an episode where we could stay on topic. That'd that'd be that'd be the best. I think I think if we ever set up a Patreon, then <laughs> someone should pay us to stay on topic. You pay me to stay. It's like that meme where it's like um. You can buy it? my silence. Buy my memory. silence. Yes, buy my silence. But yeah, buy my <laughs> buy my attention span. Keep me on track. Anyway, so this 
Um, thank you for listening. Uh, this has been Film Query. Um, we're doing a thing at the moment where we're taking in people's fan fictions. Like, they can be really bad. We don't mind. Because we're going to do an episode of Query Query. Um, is a kind of sequel to our first episode, which was a fan fiction episode, where we actually read some comedy gold fan fiction for funsies. So if you um, have any fanfics or, you know, you've read one that's a bit funny, you should send it in through DMs or email, I guess, or, or through your website. Yeah, there's lots of ways you can do it. I think we have one already, don't we? We do. Yeah. I haven't read it yet because I want my reaction I, to be genuine. <laughs> I want my reaction to be genuine and I'm very angry that they sent it in now knowing more about it. They messaged me like, oh, I have one. And I was like, well, you have to send it to the account. And then they were like, okay. And then as I found out more details, I regretted my decision. Yeah. Well, you know what? I won't spoil it for the listeners. Um, I only know two things about it and that's it. I haven't There's- read it. It's two things are horrifying enough. Yeah, I feel like we're if if we read that one, we're probably gonna get a lot of flack, but it's okay. What the fuck is flack? Like a lot of like um comeback. Like people are gonna be like rah, 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 rah. Oh man, people. Yeah, just because they read ABO BL manga and they love it. <laughs> and- <laughs> I don't mean about that part. I meant about the religion. Our, our socials, um, Twitter and TikTok are at Film Query and our Instagram is at Film Query Podcast. Uh, yes. We also have an email address, stuff like that. Um, our website is always linked in the little um, about the episode in Spotify. Um, so if you click that, you know, you'll come to our website. And there's a wee contact form. You know, you can browse the website. But there's a wee contact form if you want to, like, submit anything or say hello <laughs> yeah say hello we're always yeah please say like, hello yeah or, or if you want to uh submit emmerdale fanfiction <laughs> i didn't even know there was emmerdale fanfiction i remember just going on i'm gonna say it. i've read some uh it's not very good but i have to give an a for effort you know I remember one time I saw Emmerdale trending on Tumblr and I was like, what the fuck? Oh, I can actually tell you why. I right, I watched Emmerdale for years and when I saw it trending on Tumblr, I was like phasing out of watching it because I was at uni. But it's because there was, well, there were two gay characters, there was two guys who were together. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong, their relationship was terrible for real people. But for Soapland, it was probably a really good relationship. And people on Tumblr went apeshit for it and, like, ate it up. And then there was two lesbians as well. Um, wow. Like, lesbians in my Emmerdale? It's more likely than you think. And they might be getting back together because my nan watches it and she, when I call her, she tells me about it. And I called her yesterday, so I found out everything that happened. Oh, wow. <laughs> so lesbians might be getting back together. Uh, See, I nan- don't, I don't watch thing. Emmerdale. I never have. But sometimes it comes on after the news. Yeah, I watch yes. the news. <laughs> yeah, we. I like to feel sad. I watch the news. No, I'm a journalism student. I have to watch. Oh the yeah, news. you have to watch the news. I didn't even think it in my head. I was like, yeah, you know, watch the news to be sad. But no, you have to watch the news. I have to watch the news. It's, it's actually we've had homework. <laughs> it's basically homework. just like 
basically because we're starting to go into like video journalism yeah um we have to watch tv journalism bye we'll see you next week see you next week